episode of Confectioners and Casting is brought to you by Spin Full of Magic UK. This small business was started by the lovely Kiara who is based in Kent. She started her business this year as she has a huge love for Disney and the Disney parks and she's been going since she was a little girl. Over lockdown she was looking for ways to incorporate more Disney into her home and couldn't find a lot of Disney inspired diffusers. So she started experimenting and fell in love with it. She has now turned this into a business and is so grateful for the response she's had so far. She sells amazing Disney-inspired diffusers and car diffusers. They all look absolutely amazing, especially the Mickey's Christmas cookies. Follow Kiara over her Instagram, Spoonful of Magic UK, and use our code CONFESSIONS10 to get 10% off a 100ml diffuser. That's code CONFESSIONS10 for 10% off a 100ml diffuser at Spoonful of Magic UK. Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney Cast Members from all walks of life, and of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be talking with Graham Mitchell, who has sprinkled his pixie dust on four Disney programs. Hi, Graham. Hello. I'm so excited to have you here. I didn't even know that that you'd done four programs before I like spoke to you about five minutes ago. So this is, I this know. is very exciting. We've got lots to talk about. So I say, let's get cracking. If, um, it was good of with course, you. let's go. Let's do it. So what was your um, initial inspiration for applying for a Disney program? Um, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for most people. It's like just loving going on holiday there as a kid, um, wanting to be a part of it. Like everyone just looks so happy working there. And yeah. I remember being about like 10 years old and been like, I need to like be a part of this. This yeah. is incredible. Um, so yeah, kind of like looking up there uh, at a young age, how to work here. And then you obviously kind of find out like yummy jobs and stuff. Yeah. So in the back of my head, I always kind of knew I was going to do the CRP. Um, and then just later in life, I found out about other opportunities like the college program. So before I knew it, I'd racked up four programs. Amazing. No shame there. Like I, I wish I actually never knew about the college program until um, I went into my CRP. I didn't know we could it could be done. So I am very envious that you got to go all those times. Um, do you remember? Do you remember the the first time that you found out you'd be working for the company that you got that acceptance email? Oh my goodness, yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's it's also weird as well because there's such a build in anticipation. Um, because I mean, you'll know yourself that sometimes the lead time from your interview to when you get that email yeah. is so long that the anticipation for that email is huge, and when you finally come through, it's like, oh my goodness, oh my god, yeah, and you and you like, bank so much on it that you're that it's yeah. literally like the end of the world if you don't get that. Yes, yeah. Um, but for for the summer programs, sometimes you would uh you'd interview like early November and you wouldn't find out until Christmas week, um, which seemed like a, a, a long time at the time. And then you move on to CRP and some people are waiting like six months for an email. It's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. But yeah, it's there's nothing like it. And like I said, even doing four programs, every single time you get that email, nothing compares. Yeah. And um, would, would you say you were as excited each time? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's obviously it's, I don't want to say it kind of numbs down. It definitely yeah. doesn't. But <laughs> no, but you um, get to the full time. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I've got this in the back now. Like, I know. It, yeah. No, I mean, even at the interviews, like, I'm such a nervous wreck. And even walking into like my fourth interview for a program, I was still like shaking like a leaf. Really? It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That is mad. So, um, we'll we'll dive straight in here because you have done four programs, um, and I'm pretty sure four different positions as well. So, um, um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll let you take the reins. So, what did we do on our first program? So, uh, first program, uh, well, it's okay. 
I'm just waiting now to start introducing <laughs> um, First program, I get operations. So operations okay. is considered like attractions and then things like park greeting or crowd control. Right. So I was obviously very excited to get operations, dreams of things like Haunted Mansion in my head. Yeah. Um, and it's all changed now, but back then they actually never told you anything about your program until you got there. Wow. You didn't know. Yeah, they didn't. You didn't even know where you lived. Like everyone would check into Vista Way and then they'd tell you where you lived. No way. So, yeah. So like I checked into Vista Way and then they're like, okay, you'll be at the Commons. Then you just jump on a bus to the Commons. Um, and they also didn't tell you your location until like a week into your program. So it was like the day before traditions. And yeah, they pull you into a room and one by one, they take out your paperwork. And obviously they want you to be excited. Yeah, um, but so it, kinda, it feels like a bit they, like the X Factor, doesn't it, at this point? Yeah, yeah, and like they hype it up to you. So this guy's talking to me and he's like, wow, this is a rare location. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> he's like, not many people... Not many people get to say they've worked here, and I'm like, oh my goodness, what have I got? It's like, like, at this struggled. point, you're like, it's rock and roller coaster, like Tower of Terror. Exactly. The guy turns around to me and says, You'll be at mini golf. <gasps> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, I'm not fighting the mini golf. <laughs> no, no, me neither. Honestly, on reflection, probably one of the best jobs I've had in my life. Really? But, oh, incredible. But um you know you know how they sell the program to you like oh, you go yeah. to these presentations they make out as if you're going to be sleeping in the castle like <laughs> you are part of the magic um but you'll be working at mini golf so enjoy wow okay so so i'm assuming your heart dropped at that moment oh yeah like i cried i called my mom i was like i'm coming home i'm oh, not doing no, this that's so sad that's so it was sad. it was sad but like i said it was incredible such a good job uh incredible so, so good. what so what so what did you do firstly explain the mini golf situation to people that are listening because i i wouldn't have known that mini golf and property was a thing unless i yeah. had worked there so Disney has two mini golf courses. Uh, they have Fantasia Gardens, which is next to Swan and, Go- uh, Swan and Dolphin. Um, and they also have Winter Summerland, which is over by Blizzard Beach. Um, they're such cute locations. They are literally like a Disney nursing home. It's like where cast members go to retire. They have the oh, sweetest, no oldest cast members. Yeah, they're so cute. It's quite such a relaxed and chill job. Like yeah. everyone wants to transfer there. Um, and they're so sweet. Like they'd bring donuts in every day. They would oh. always give me rides home. Um, oh. And it was just such a consistent job too. Like you had the same days off every week, which I know yeah. is uh, commonplace in CRP. But for kids on the college program, like, no, you're work to the bone and you get one day off a week. Yeah. But um, oh, it was just, it was a dream job. I loved it. So fun. Amazing. And then how long was there between your first and second program? So I did all my programs year after year. So wow, I did four programs okay. in four years. Yeah. That is um, bad. So that- you, you're going to have, you're going to have Disney withdrawal symptoms to the max. Like I, I hope no. you're prepared for that. This is the first year. I mean, obviously no one's had the chance to go, but this is the first yeah. year that I've not been there in a long time. And I'm like, yeah. wow. Um, so that was 2015, my first uh, Disney program. Mm-hmm. And then second one was uh, second summer after. 
So 2016, I got operations again, and I was kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> but, you just go but, in with, uh, like, no expectations at this point. You're like, it could be yeah, like no, I'll be in, like, the parking lot somewhere, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, I was very lucky, and I got to uh, be a park greeter at Magic Kingdom. Oh, amazing. Which incredibly magical job like being the first and last person everyone sees um so good and also just getting to watch the fireworks every night like yeah, wow of course so incredible what, job so you're on your feet pretty much the whole time with that job right yeah you are you're just standing there in one position um the full time but it was great i only worked 32 hours a week every single week so oh, and it was mostly my shifts every day it was kind of like six till midnight so oh, wow. i would just like go to the parks all day and then go into the tunnels, get changed and come back up for a little yeah, six hour shift. Definitely. Yeah, that was dreamy. Yeah, it was an incredible job. It was so, so cute. And then on your third programme, am I right in saying you did park greeting again? Um, no. So my third programme, again, a year after that, 2017, um, it was a, a tough year. That was at Magic Kingdom merchandise, um, oh, okay. which is, a, yeah, it's a, a tough job. It is a tough job. Um, my location was Adventureland Liberty Square. So okay. the costumes and locations were incredible. I got to work in the Haunted Mansion gift shop. Wow. Uh, the, the Christmas shop in Liberty Square. No I got way. to work in the, yeah, very cute. The Pirates Caribbean shop and then Agrabah, right next to where Aladdin meets. So, oh my god, that is it's so nice to have that many locations. Like for the costumes, well. like oh my goodness, I loved it. It was like plain dress up every day. Yeah. Um, but I, I was worked to the bone. Like, kid, you not seventy hour weeks. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Like, I imagine yeah. it's crazy. I mean, the, the, is it is that because the demand is so much higher with merch? Um, I think so. Yeah, it's just and Magic Kingdom's crazy in general, I guess. But yeah, it was it was an intensive job. Fun for the for the Instagrams and the oh, questions. Yeah. But yeah, I was a tired boy that summer. <laughs> and did you did you have a favorite um, a favorite location out of them that out of the different places you worked that summer? Um, and the the summer of merchandise. Yeah. Um, I love how you've got these I titles love... like the Summer of Greeting. I've only got the Summer of Merchandise. Not sure. Uh, I don't want to. Um, I'm trying not to be negative here. <laughs> <laughs> it was an intensive location. Pirates Caribbean is like obviously a ride dump shop. Yeah. So every 20 seconds, like 50 people are storming through the store playing sword fights. So it's a busy store. Agrabah is so cute because Aladdin and Jasmine are there, but it yeah. is warm. It's an outside location, so it's humid. Cool. Um, the Christmas shop is adorable because it's air conditioned and it smells like Christmas trees. I imagine, I imagine, I think that would be my favorite out of the four. I think yeah. I would enjoy working in the Christmas shop. It was so cute. It's like Christmas every day. And also yeah. Festival of Fantasy goes right by there. So every day at three o'clock, it was, yeah, very fun. And then, so yeah, and overall. Then, and then the, the mansion shop as well, you said you were in, right? Oh, yeah. Haunted mansion shop. Incredible as well. Amazing. Um, again, air conditioned. So nice. <laughs> it's funny how when you work in Florida, that, that is like one of the highlights, isn't it? It's like, has, is there AC? Cool. I, I'm okay, happy cool. With that. I'll be happy there. <laughs> and then um, your fourth and most recent program was on the CRP. It was. It was UK Pavilion Merchandise uh, CRP. Amazing. So, yeah, that was my most recent one. That was... Uh, 2018 to the end of 2019 um, and yeah that was very very fun I loved it adored it 
did you next year in my life did you find it a much different experience other than just the fact that you were working in one location did you find it a different experience living in America for a year over just a few months of course yeah I mean on the summer programs um no matter how much you work they are exhausting because you're there for three months so you are like milking every last experience you can like morning and night you're out of your apartment doing something whereas of course when you're there for a year you can chill like just enjoy like day-to-day life in Orlando yeah definitely so it's a much more chilled experience I imagine you feel just I mean I felt a point in my program that I was then a resident there I didn't just feel like I was I was like there is that first bit where you're like oh my god I feel like I'm on like an extended holiday but then <laughs> I think once you've been there for long enough you're like okay this is work and this is playtime like I actually feel like I'm living here mm-hmm. um uh, to move on to the housing situation I'm guessing you've had your run with the housings as well because you've <laughs> because you've done four programs so what housing complexes have you lived in? And I should say as well, RIP Disney Housing. I say it in every podcast. I know. Sad I also just friends. want to say quickly, though, I, everyone is acting so shocked and acting like it's a product of COVID. But yeah. it was always the plan all along they were going to close and everyone's <laughs> acting so, so shocked. And it's like, this was always the plan. I definitely anyway. I definitely bought into the trauma. I was like, oh my God, look what COVID's done now. It's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Flamingo Crossing looks incredible. Like if yeah. there's ever going to be a fifth program for me, then that's where I want to be. 100%. Um, I have lived at all of them, minus Patterson. No way. But it's funny because on every single one of my programs, I was really, really close to someone that lived in Patterson. So I spent a lot, a lot of time there on each program. No, so I feel okay. like I've been, I've been in yeah, all Yeah, you've been all forward. And you, you have to rank them for me, Graham. You have to tell me least, worst, best. This is a very um, rare, this is a very rare thing where someone's lived in three out of four housing complexes. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I could rank them. They all have, obviously, their pros and cons. Yeah. I will just say, however, that I am not a fan of Chatham. That is... Really? That's going to be an unpopular opinion. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, Chatham, Chatham people are, like, are big fans of... The You're context. joking. I mean, I'm a Vista Way guy. Like, oh, me I'm, too. That was, that's, I, I'm, Vista Way is my home. Like, I love Vista mm-hmm. Way. Um, but why don't you, what, what, was, what was with Chatham? It just, it just feels a little glum. Like it feels like I'm in the middle of a field. Like when you'd finish work at night and like you'd go home to Vista, like you still feel like you're in, in like a built up area. There's shops nearby, there's restaurants nearby. Yeah. When you go home to, home to Chatham at the end of the night, you're just kind of like, wow, I'm alone. <laughs> this is it, let's turn the lights off and uh, wait. Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> get ready for another 15 hour day at Magic Kingdom tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, do you know, I, my first choice was the commons. I was gutted that I didn't get the commons, but I'm, I was very happy with this way in the end. Yeah, I would say commons and Vistaway are both like equal playing fields for me. Uh, I love them both. Yeah. Um, way is incredible. Like, especially when you're international, it's just, um, like I said, a great area nearby with shops and restaurants and you, you kind of feel like you're, you're in an eight, like a livable area. Yeah. Um, commons is commons i spent my first and last program there so it's got a special place in my heart yeah and um, the outlets is just so close as well so exactly and they have their little grid store so it's just yeah. cute i like the commons i do i miss oh I miss and it. you have a washer and dryer true that's the that's the real pack here you know, <laughs> I know. Um, 
So guest experience is a huge part of the Disney programs. Um, it's some like some of my um, best moments were with guests. Uh, over the four programs, is there is there one moment that stands out, or is that just too hard a question to answer? Uh, yeah, that's. I think that is too hard. I was <laughs> thinking about it, and yeah. I, I can't. Like, there's endless. Obviously, like every program has endless himself. Yeah. One of the like things that stand out most to me, though, um, and it's not even a single incident, but just like an aspect of one of my programs was working main entrance at Magic Kingdom. If you were ever lucky enough to get one of the morning shifts, you got to pick the family of the day, which opened the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, oh it was, oh my goodness, like incredible, like goosebumps. Um, and this was prior to the new opening show. So if you remember um, a couple of years ago, they changed it over, but the opening show used to take place on top of the train station. Yeah, I do remember that. So it was like right there at the turnstiles. And so what you do is you go down and, People obviously wait out for like a good hour or so before yeah. the park opens. So we'd go down and we'd talk to families, ask them where they came from. Like, are they excited for their day? And you would just pick, I mean, the cutest little family and just be like, oh my goodness, I'm going to make your day. Oh. Um, yeah, it was incredible. Like what an experience being able to give that to people. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because the the new sh- the new opening show is at the castle, isn't it now? Yeah. Yeah, which which I'm sad about, but I think that the front of the park um, at the turnstiles would be a COVID nineteen nightmare. So oh, <laughs> of course, and then also it was also just like a health and safety nightmare because it got so so busy and like more and more people were coming to the park earlier. So like it was ram packed in there. Like there's it was not a pleasant experience on busy mornings. Yeah, and then people were getting frustrated because we couldn't let any more people in because that tiny little area there was full so then they couldn't see like the characters up on the platform and yeah it was it was pretty intense down there so I understand obviously there's so much more space letting them walk up Main Street and watch the show there but oh nothing compared to when the train came around the corner and all the characters were on it and seeing that family's face as well I Uh it was so adorable oh so yeah it's hard to like pinpoint individual moments but being able to do that for families was just wow that is the that is the magic moment of all magic moments 100 100 and then also um i don't know were you ever there for the the tea experience in the pavilion i um i think i went to one of owen buggy's uh tea the tea tours right where you'd where you'd go around the around the gardens they started, I don't know when they started it. I, I think it was just before I arrived, but they started this uh, tea experience inside the Rose and Crown. Oh, so it's kind of okay. like a um, tea masterclass. Oh. Um, yeah. And that was like, for me, like the guest experiences I got out of that were incredible. Like just, it was maybe like 40 people inside the restaurant and yourself and another cast member held like a tea masterclass but it was really it was like a it was like a stand-up comedy show it was hysterical it was so fun and just like the interactions you got with all the guests was like incredible like that was honestly one of the highlights of my CRP oh amazing well my next question to you was going to say do you have a I'm going to ask you if you had a highlight from your year-long program because that's your most recent is there is there like a number one moment that stands out for you um overall like from my time at Disney as a whole yeah this number one standout moment was when I was able to get a tour of the Cinderella Castle Suite (gasps) 
No yeah. way. How how back that? That is like dreamy. I know, like top tier, like Disney moments. Yeah. Um, so when I worked at Main Entrance in Magic Kingdom, um your management team is the same management team as guest relations, and they have like ownership of the suite. Wow. So I was doing my assessment um, not long after, obviously, all your training. Yeah. And they give you like an hour long slot and I'd finished it in 10 minutes. And my leader was just kind of like, oh, so what now? And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, do you want to go a walk? And I was like, okay. Yeah. I obviously had no idea. I thought it was going to take me to like the cafeteria or something. <laughs> you end up in like a dark alleyway. Like, where <laughs> Um, So me and my leader go on this walk and then we go to an elevator we go inside go upstairs and we walk out into the castle suite <sighs> I know is... it was like it's one of those moments as well because I didn't know it was coming it was such a shock and I, yeah. I couldn't really I sound so dramatic but I couldn't really fully process it while it was happening because I was like I never thought I would ever see this yeah incredible like that's just something i'll never forget so i mean i i we are slightly running out of time but i just i'm curious to know what what is it like like how big is it what what's what's in there it's actually pretty small is it um, yeah i do have pictures i'll send them over to you yeah um but it's small but adorable really really cute and um yeah i would love to stay there but i'm just happy to say i've seen it but it's, oh my it's pretty God, small yeah definitely but there's a there's a big like jacuzzi hot tub with mosaic <gasps> Uh, castles behind it. Wow. What? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Disney, if you listen to this podcast, I mean, I'm getting all the cast members to spread magic here. Let me stay in your Cinderella suite. <laughs> Please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have one final question for you, Graham. And I just want to know if you could go to a Disney park right now, this second, or Disney Resort or Disney area in general, where would you go and what would you do? I I'm going to sound like such a bore, but I Are you going to say mini golf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sound like such a bore, but oh, one last day in Santasia Gardens. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no I, I just want to get a nice coffee and like sit on a bench and people watch. And, yeah. I mean, that's the boring answer. The reality is I'd probably drink around the world. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, you, you can get the Starbucks in the morning just to have your like morning kick, like embrace the magic and embrace Disney and then be like, okay, it's getting a bit late in the day now. Let's, um, let's do some drinks. <laughs> Margaritas. <the> yeah. <laughs> um, well, Graham, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming and sharing your Disney journey with us. No, of course. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I've loved um, it. Yeah, of course. No worries. And I just want to say one huge thank you to Graham Mitchell, everyone. Woo! <laughs> um, and this has been another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, follow our Instagram, and listen to all the other episodes because they're just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone. And bye for now.